0: You're listening to Hospital Radio for Torbay.
1: Listening to Paul Harding on Torbay
0: Hospital Radio.
1: Hello Paul here, it's uh, Torbay Hospital Radio and uh, today we're talking yoga which apparently is a type of exercise in which you move your body into various positions in order to become more fit or flexible, to improve your breathing and to relax your mind. I'll learn more in a minute. Today I'm joined by Dee Albrook, Health, Healthy Lifestyles Coach at Torbay and South Devon, NHS Foundation Trust.
2: Hello.
1: Uh, she's, you worked in the Shield team, the Torbay Healthy Lifestyles and Vaccine teams. And more importantly, Dee, you are a presenter on uh, Torbay Hospital Radio. Thank you, thank you. Uh, also we've got Julia bring Yoga Loveliness. Now, Julia is a registered yoga teacher based in Torquay particular type of yoga is known as kundalini yoga i believe uh, which is a unique combination of movement mantra and meditation that makes you feel out of this world and we're going to learn all about that in the next few uh,
0: minutes or so Uh,
1: first off d lifestyle coaching has led you to yoga among other things i know you're very busy do you want to tell us all about what you do
0: in my day job 37.5 hours per week i'm helping people to make behavior changes and in effect, I do a lot of signposting. People improve their independence people improve their quality of life through little steps little changes in terms of activity now um, yoga is obviously uh, muscle conditioning and muscle strengthening and it's under the government guidelines it's recommended a couple of times per week whereas your cardiovascular that stuff that works your heart lungs um, is 30 minutes five times per week so it's good to have a combination of both and quite often people will kind of focus the cardiovascular like going running and cycling and things like that to the expense of things like yoga now october last year i was planning some goals and um a yoga course so i applied and to cut a long story short this january Um, started the course in the process i've learned about a lot of different kinds of yoga and came across julia i emailed her and immediately she responded with um, come along to the class so i did yoga has a really great effect on the parasympathetic nervous system so it can calm down the body. And I think that's so crucial in a lot of people where mental health or depression, anxiety related conditions have arisen. Um, So I went to Julia's class and it's a lovely warm environment. I personally felt that in her very first class, I had this feeling of Kundalini, which is where the um, energy systems all come together to, to kind of be in the crown chakra. And I'm so pleased I went and told you, didn't I? Other different styles. And yet in her class straight away, this had happened. And I wanted to know why. And I had four more sessions to find out why. So, um, yeah, that, that, that that's kind of the story in the process. So I help people, um, signpost people and have grown to learn more about it
1: julia so you you've got a fan there in uh, d she likes your, your sessions clearly <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> um now you provide these yoga classes locally uh you can be found under yoga loveliness uh, which sounds sounds fantastic
3: <laughs> that's because yeah. that's how it makes you feel oh, yeah
1: brilliant how, how did yoga find you in the first place because yeah. i'm interested in, in that and uh why you set up yoga loveliness yeah. and all of well, that Well, it's
3: interesting because um I was always a fitness fanatic um, so I did lots of different types of exercise but mainly cardio and kickboxing and different things I tried a few yoga classes over the years um, but I didn't get it I wanted to sweat and I wanted to I didn't understand the balancing and everything so, so, I just decided that I just didn't like yoga. I'd actually injured myself in a kickboxing class, right. um, and I was instructed very seriously to stop exercising, which at the time just seemed unbearable for me because I was a bit obsessed. But I did, uh, and during that time, I was reading a book about Australian aborigines, and and in that book, um they apparently practised Kundalini. Not the yoga, but but different um, different sort of energetic practices that help them stay in contact with their ancestors. And I thought this was fascinating because I didn't realise it was a a physical practice. I I had a meditation, a Kundalini meditation, and I thought that's all it was. I I went online and I I googled it, and uh, and I saw on CNN groups, big groups of people practicing this Kundalini yoga. And it just looked like so much fun. It looked amazing. Okay. So I ordered a DVD and I did it and I was absolutely blown away. So out of all the different exercise that I'd done over the years, always looking for that buzz, this was something totally different. It was so deep. It was just all layers of myself were just like vibrating and I felt fantastic. So I continued practicing every day, insanely for like about two and a half hours every day. <laughs> um for several months and just all of these ailments and all of this stuff that I realized I'd been storing in my body uh, was coming up was being released and um and every time I met someone I just said oh my god you have to try this yoga it's so incredible and and then um after about six months I realized I've got to become a teacher because this is this is my life I'm so passionate about this So I did the training. um, And then I was a bit nervous about beginning teaching. So I didn't teach for about a year after I did the training. Um, But then I did set up and I've never looked back. um, And it's just been the best thing that's ever happened to me, apart from my dog. Now,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, I've seen the um, I've seen some pictures of is it park yoga or something where there's a load of people in a park?
3: Oh. And they're all practicing yoga. Oh, it's lovely outside. Yeah, open air yoga is just yeah. the best.
1: Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Now, Dee, you were telling me off air earlier about well, you were mentioning various types of yoga. That's right. Now, now try and keep it simple. But <laughs> can, can you can you give us a feel of of what what they are and. How they differ
0: so julia's in particular has been great for the lymph system um has been great for the um meditation and um, beautifully put together with prayers and chants and but uh, others that i've experienced so i've been to talky yoga and there i've tried a little bit of ianga where props and um kind of harder positions were the focus but things were very much adapted. And they also do something called acro yoga, which they've got a workshop coming up on, which is where two people work against each other to kind of do uh, acrobatic or performance yoga so that looks quite um, exciting very very exciting (laughs) but they also do as well they also do a bit of ashtanga which is something that I've been trying with Exeter yoga workshops it is quite a ashtanga is quite a power yoga I didn't realize quite so um, until I've kind of compared it to pure vinyasa which is very much about flowing movements and you don't have to follow the same series with ashtanga you're following a primary series all the exercises in order and you're expected to do them all in order and I do a self-directed practice on a Sunday I get up to Exeter for 30 and it's called Mysore and basically it's where you follow the primary series yourself and the teacher kind of floats around and instructs you Follow. What
1: does a primary series
0: So it's um, standing, it's balancing and it's seating moves with, before all of that, sun salutation So your sun salutations are your warm-up and then you go into those standing, balancing and seated moves um, you hold the moves as you go there's some holding of the moves yeah and it's it's um very powerful and then i've tried flow yoga um as well as part of these studies some yin yoga you've got your yin and your yang and yoga is about the union so yoga would be the line in between drawing drawing the two together or kind of holding them together and if you have a yang personality it's where you're kind of very very full-on maybe hyper energetic and it's good to balance it out with something that's yin in nature and by that, it's restorative. You can hold the moves quite often for about 10 minutes per move. And it's very relaxing and stills and quietens the mind, I'd say. Mm.
1: To, to the untrained ear, that sounds complicated. Mm. But I don't think when you go to one of Julia's lessons, and correct me, Julia, if I go there, am I going to think this is complicated? You know.
3: No, because you'll just be experiencing it. Yes, Yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Julia, so what, what what are the main benefits of yoga and how do we get it from the these various yeah. types of...
3: There are so many benefits. I mean, right. obviously, the physical benefits to start off with. So it's going to give you a strong and flexible body. Um, and also, uh, as Dee mentioned in my class, we work a lot on the lymphatic system. And so for a strong immunity, which is what we especially need in the world right now, mm. Um, So, um, my particular yoga is really concentrating on moving energy through the body, which is why we do lots of oscillating movements and, and that's why that's working on the lymphatic system. And you get a cardiovascular workout at the same time without necessarily having to leap around, which is good. If you have any joint issues or, you know, lots of people have knee issues as well. And, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, you can have sports injuries like I did. So it gives you that really strong physical all-round body, inside and out. But most importantly, it calms the mind. As Dee was mentioning, I would say really from all the years I've been teaching now, the place that I've come to now that, that is really the focus, the most important part of the practice, is that we're coming home to ourselves Getting beneath all of the thoughts, beneath the anxiety, beneath the stress of everything that's happening in the outside world. You're coming into your into your heart space and inside of us, we're actually always peaceful. There's always stillness inside of us, but we don't know that it's there until we quiet the mind. Mm. So, so when we come into a yoga class, we begin with a breathing practice um, and then we move the body. And that's a really great way to get stress out of your mind as well. Is to, we're, we're actually moving the, the, the energy that can be trapped in the body. And energy is basically emotions trapped in the body. So when we move the body, can release all of that uh, trapped energy and increase the flow. Everything should actually naturally, when we're healthy, flow through the body. So blood and energy and the lymph. So we're moving the body, at the same time we're practicing, um, the Kundalini that I teach is not pure Kundalini, it's my own style, um, which is a much lighter version. And I teach it in a mindful way. So we'll have pauses between the exercises, um, where we'll focus on what's happened in the body, what is happening, because we make chemical changes with the breathing and the movement. But then we want to pause and we want to really focus on what's happening in the body. Noticing how our emotions are changing, how the mind is starting to become more spacious. And actually, we, we do yin, um, yin poses as well in class. I mean, yin and yang, as Dee was saying, a yang person, which is very much what I am, you know, having been a, a sports fanatic, mm-hmm. I really resisted yin yoga. And that's why I loved kundalini, because it was so active in the beginning. But now I, I welcome very much yin. It's taken me a few years to slow down. <laughs> Uh, But sometimes we need to do with these practices something that we resist because often what we resist is what we actually need. So we're doing the physical practice in class and then once we've done that, once we've moved everything, once we've um, come back to ourselves, then at the end I take everybody into a relaxation. Um, Or we often end with a a mantra as well. And just explaining about uh, mantra, I, I wasn't keen on mantra, I have to admit in the beginning I didn't get it was attracted to it i started to practice every day in the morning and it had a, a huge impact on my life and basically it it you, the, when the tongue touches the roof of the mouth we have, have 64 meridians in the upper palate and meridians are energy lines that run through the body you know like how acupuncture works when yeah. you put the needle yeah it releases the the trapped energy So um, when we um, recite a mantra, the tongue touches the roof of the mouth and it affects our our brain chemistry. So it changes how we think. Um, So all of those ruminating thoughts that are stressing us out become calm. And also we often do mudras, um, with the mantra which makes it a double whammy. So this is where we press the fingers together or we hold the hand in a particular shape. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah, and we also have meridians in the fingers. Um, so so this also goes to the brain and affects our brain chemistry. So so you know, my experience in the beginning of Mantra was that it used to drive me mad because it was so repetitive. <laughs> and that was the resistance. That was yeah. my mind saying, no, I want to hold on to this stress or whatever. So I embraced it and and it had a really profound effect on my life. And so now I, I bring it into class. Um, not too much because I'm aware that people may be the same as I was mm. in the beginning. So we have a, a nice balance of everything. So um, we'll often finish with a Mantra. Um, and then we'll go into a a relaxation. So in a relaxation, I take people through a guided meditation um, or a poem and some relaxing music. And and it's really as a little retreat. It's a time to absorb all of the benefits of the hard work from the exercise. And and that relaxation time is actually the most important part of the practice. Because as people, um, we're always on the go, 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 we've got to keep achieving things. But unless we stop, mm. you know, we just, um, mm. we, we we become overloaded. Um, and that downtime, which sounds negative, really, downtime, doesn't it? But um, time for ourselves mm. to quiet the mind and to just go into ourselves is like the most important thing that we need for a balanced life. So many students say they have their best night's sleep after class.
0: Agreed. Um,
3: yeah, and some people come for that alone, mm. because it's terrible to not be able to sleep.
0: Yeah. A lot of um, people have mindless chatter, yeah. and when it's stilled, it just helps yeah. you think about, if you're thinking about your breathing, um, just even that inhale, exhale, focus on inhale, it absorbs your mind and just drops you off. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant, yeah. it's really yeah. brilliant.
3: And also just when you have that space in your mind, you have more ability to cope with every day. It feels like you have more time. of a sudden when you're not overwhelmed with thoughts and and, and stress I think it's one of those things that when people start practicing they feel so good that they want to continue to do it that becomes the motivation um, because you notice such a contrast from how you feel when you don't do it Um, and, and I just want to mention one thing that is the biggest misconception about yoga that every single person I meet says I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible and it's crazy
0: a good teacher adapts things as julia i would say does massively she tells you where to put your hands to protect your back she tells you little things as you go and that's the sign of a good teacher is how they change things to incorporate everybody Mm. and also in yoga people should not be comparing themselves Mm. to each other you should it's not about comparing and contrasting. It's about trying to go beyond your own boundaries and what you think are your limitations and going above and beyond that, which, yeah.
3: Absolutely. Anybody can do it.
1: Okay, Julia, we, we were talking about the, the benefits of yoga. And now, I've been to the doctor with a, with a back pain. But he didn't mention yoga to me, but, oh, yeah. he, but it's good for your back.
3: Absolutely. Yoga and Pilates, uh, both really good practices for the back. In fact, I've had back problems since I was a teenager and I tried all different treatments over the years. <clears throat> and yoga was the only thing that sustained me not having to take painkillers and to constantly um, have treatments. It's wonderful for the back. And the yoga that I teach, Kundalini, is always working on the spine. So we're flexing the spine, strengthening the spine. We've got loads of core strengthening exercises as well. So it's wonderful for the back. So yeah, anybody can do it. And you don't have to be uh, flexible or you don't have to be particularly fit. There are modifications for all of the exercises. So every single person can come into the class and come away feeling like they've achieved something. So there's there's no competition There's no um, standing on your head, at least not in my clothes. There's nothing wrong with that, Um, but no, (laughs) I've had my own, um, as I mentioned, injuries and various things. So I'm very aware of all different types of people coming into the class. So everything that I teach is doable.
0: I think I think Julia very importantly might say put a block here or there and that's something with um adaptations. Um so if you can't reach into a position it might be that you lend them a strap or it might be that you reposition them and you don't push them beyond their boundaries but you take them to maybe their shins rather than the floor when they're reaching or something like that or the hands behind the back to protect the back it's Mm -hmm. all these things that make it so inclusive Mm -hmm. absolutely
3: it's so important that we listen to our body um, and not go into a class looking at other people worrying about that person is more flexible than me or, or that they're stronger than me or that that's taking away the whole point of yoga we're supposed to go in, we want to get out of our minds, we want to go inside ourselves and we want to be concentrating on what's happening in our bodies, in our experience.
0: Within Torbay, so I am part of the Torbay Healthy Lifestyles team and we do, when we see people, often refer to people like social prescribers which are attached to every doctor's surgery. And they are people who ought to be finding groups like Julia's. Obviously, we're very lucky to be signposted effectively to Julia's today. However, it might be that you have other concerns when you um, go to see a doctor. And knowing that Lifestyles is there for the eating, uh, for the emotional well-being, for the activity, and that it's a free service is good in fact that if we can't help you out there might be a social prescriber who can help you out with signposting and it's kind of that alternative to that pure here's a tablet a tablet will solve it this is something that um holistically adds to that whole kind of recovery ethos and um, the medical movement is moving in that direction in that it's not just about one thing it's about lots of things that can work together to heal somebody or to help somebody Day.
3: Absolutely. I mean, that's what's changing. We're now taking responsibility for our own health. When I was younger, I knew you know, you'd go to the doctor and you'd feel disappointed if you didn't come out with a um, prescription. At least that was my experience when I was younger. I was... Uh,
0: Wanted that cough medicine that tasted of strawberry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or something, you know, it was just you had a symptom and you wanted something to ease the symptom. But the the question is what's causing mm. the symptom? What is the root of that? And this is what these holistic practices do. We get to the the bottom of what's happening and then we release it from there. And most of the time, um, symptoms that we experience in the body, uh, strong emotions, um, Disease, so imbalance in the body um, is caused. Um, by trapped energy, trapped emotions, trauma, whether that's physical
0: or emotional. I think when we go to see a doctor, it's quite a one-to-one interchange. And yet in a group, you'll get connectivity. So there are groups out there for prenatal, postnatal mums, as an example, where things like, they won't have you lying on your tummy, you know, because obviously you're pregnant, Um, and they'll make adaptions. And in that group, then you meet other mums-to-be And that's nice to know that there are other women like you in the same position. And then you get chatting about and you have ideas about this and that. And that whole process of reducing that one-to-one has now gone on to... A lot, more, a lot more people who can share ideas, who can help heal you, who can who can help change you, who can help support yeah. you. So that's okay. really important. Community.
3: Yeah. Absolutely, especially with what's happened in the last couple of years. People feel so isolated, and it's so important that we get out and we connect with other people. And we realise that all the things that we're suffering from, it's not just us. We all have yeah. the same sufferings, the same thoughts the, the same ailments but
0: at any age you know at, in an uh, in elderly age you can have chairs um, in terms of the exercises so you don't have to be powerfully getting up and down off the floor i know jenny adams um, in painting the conservative club does a lovely thursday morning session where it's all chair based and um there then there are things there's yoga for kids which is um made fun because kids concentration isn't quite perhaps the same as an adult so there's lots of different groups out there for different age
1: groups. But what about, mm. Okay, so I'm a 60-year-old man. I can't do yoga, can I?
3: Yes, you can. <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> now, for, for, for men, um, unfortunately, often they're reluctant to come to class because it's full of women. Mm. Um, interestingly, yoga was originally designed for boys um, and then women took... This was in India. And then women took over because they realised how powerful it was you know um and unfortunately now it's um it has it's just basically women who practice it um i did used to do a a yoga for blokes class Mm -hmm. um and they were happy to go to that because it was all men um
1: men don't think they can do it yeah because it's a women's thing yeah but it's not yeah and i think the
0: important thing is nobody's actually telling you that you can't and it's all in your mind that you feel yeah. that way. And that's kind of that um, that, that counselling that we would do, reframing counselling I would do with somebody in that there is nobody who's laughing at you, there's nobody who's telling you. It's just kind of, it's built up inside of you, that thought process. And that's mm. quite important that until you two, try it, you don't know whether you're going to like it or no. not, but it's getting over that barrier to even try it. That's it. Mm.
3: Exactly. I think that's how it is for so many people we... We don't feel comfortable with the unknown mm-hmm. and there's all these ideas about what you're going to have to do and, and and also just going to a class. Again, we've felt very isolated the last couple of years and to go somewhere new for the first time. It's normal is, to it,
0: feel a bit. You know, you feel anxious.
3: Yeah. like to say that I always create a very welcoming atmosphere in my class. Very. I mean, um, the
0: heat, um, um, uh, she puts heat, she puts lights on. It's the best kind of ambience I've had in terms of a yoga class. It's lovely.
1: Thank you. So, so where can people find out about your classes, Julia? And how do they sign
3: up? Okay, um, so my website, yogaloveliness.co.uk So I've got an email address on there and my telephone number. Um, so they just need to contact me and um, and book in. So it's? yogaloveliness.co.uk Okay, brilliant. <laughs>
1: The effects of anxiety julia
3: so the breath we 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 tune into immediately and then um and then we can go deeper using the body and the body is a really powerful tool because um it's it's physical you know and uh, and if i mean some people a lot of people struggle with meditation just sitting still in fact it's very challenging for most people to just sit still and try and quiet the mind and that's the beauty of yoga is you can actually you get into your body and you move through all of those emotions that are controlling you. And it makes it much easier to come into that space at the end of the
0: practice of stillness even the postures if you've got a great teacher like Julia telling you how to do them the technique and the skills the concentration the focus on the technique and skills can again quiet in the mind you're so in the zone as well oh, how do I do this this way and that that way that it takes your mind off external triggers which are connected to stress yeah. and things too
3: yeah exactly uh, so my website is www.yogaloveliness.co.uk Oh, I also have a YouTube channel.
1: On your website, Julia, I, I, there was a lovely introduction that you do about yoga loveliness. And there's, a, a, there's another video, mm-hmm. which I guess is like a taster yeah. of what you do. Yeah. So if you're not sure, yeah, exactly. get onto the website yeah. and have a look. Yeah. So yeah. It's,
3: um, it's, it's called a 12-minute Kundalini quick fix. So um, it's designed to fit into people's day. So it is a little bit faster than you'll experience in class because we do pauses between the exercises. Yeah. But it'll give you a taste of the type of exercises that we do. Um, and there's also a guided meditation there. So I'll, I'll take you into a magical rainforest and there's some mantra and some um, beautiful sounds of nature. So two things that you can experience for free that will also help to r-
0: relieve okay. anxiety and stress.
1: Fantastic. Okay, now Dee, you're going to tell us a a website.
0: If you Google search Toby Healthy Lifestyles, there is a quiz. You can do the quiz and it will automatically give you some ideas on things that you can change, such as your weight, your smoking habits, habits that can be ingrained for 20 years or so can actually be changed often in just two months and we'll give you the ways to proceed with that and you can ring our locally charged low-cost number, be in. 0300 that's 0300 456 to get yourself booked in for a short assessment
1: A big thank you to Dee and Julia for coming into the studio and
2: explaining the benefits of yoga
0: You're listening to Hospital Radio
2: for Torbay